Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ick girls, we the itch girls. I got Jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl. Make you move your hips while sipping gin, girl. Make you bounce your tits like it's a jig, girl. Like boom. Welcome back, girls. It's a girls' podcast, your favorite fucking podcast in the world. Who are we sponsored by Biatch? We're sponsored by Outsider. Let's crack one. Let's crack one, girl. We're gonna crack open an Outsider can, and I hope you bitches are doing the same. Oh, I love that sound. It exploded. Even more than the sound, I love the taste. Outsider, we have said it is cider fucking season, gals. Cheers to that, Biatch. Cheers, hon. And you know what? There is no better fucking drink in the summer. And one thing we did find out that I will say to the ladies out there, we were out with our Bummers hose the other night. And Bummers is not made from concentrated juice. It is real motherfucking apples. Yes, Outsider is actually pressed apples. Mm. It's not from concentrate juice. It is Tropicana style. Pre- with proper fucking... Not that this bit, you know what I mean? Like this is like... It's real apples. It's real apples. Made it's in Ireland. Made in Ireland. So we were saying to them, we were like, we want to do a simple life kind of thing where we go down to <laughs> the freaking orchard and i'm like oh my yeah, god i can't squash oh the god. apple in my, in my heels <laughs> but like thank you yes i want some fresh ass juice and that makes sense. Juice. it made sense to me why it tastes so fucking appley it really fucking does it like you get that tang when you taste that Hell outsider it's yeah. that like sour like biting into an apple yeah sour apple lollies but with more strength stress on the apple mm-hmm. um so guys Pick up your fucking cans. It's rolling out all over Dublin, as you bloody know. There's so many festivals this summer. And if you are at a festival where you see that they're selling outsider, please send it in to us and send us a picture because we love having it up on our Instagram. We've got a highlights reel. You'll be up there for life. Yeah, you'll be up there for life. Celebrate it. So enjoy it responsibly and legally and all that goo shit. Mm-hmm. Um, we are doing a Q&A. We have not. I feel like it has been... It's been a minute. It has been a fucking hot minute. We've had so many questions. Again, we're sorry if we don't get back to your questions. We've, especially in the last, I feel like in the last three months, we have started to kind of get a lot. Which is amazing. It's like, keep them fucking coming, girlies. It's amazing because it really, if we don't use your question in an episode like a direct like we read out your question we take inspiration from your questions yeah we will generally like respond to them in a certain type of way like sometimes we're looking through the tumblr or wherever we're receiving our questions and kind of like we'll see a thread of certain questions that are like being written to us so like you'll get it whether it's not individual like i honestly feel like jenny congratulations to us we are now those blogger cunts who can't write back to everyone v true hon i mean like we started off we were able to write back but at this point it's like we're unfortunately not able to write back 
but just know that like even if you think your topic that you want us to cover is irrelevant write it into us on itgalspodcast.tumblr.com forward slash ask you can do it anonymous and it gives us inspiration because if we see like a common thread coming up say about cheating boyfriends we'll be like okay clearly this needs to be a whole episode the girls do be needing this answered but yeah we are blogger cunts right now we're blogger cunts and you know i just i just think our fucking podcast is fucking deadly I have to say, I'm so proud of us. I know. We haven't spoken in a while and I really am because... We haven't. We haven't, to be honest. And like, I love that you guys listen to us and it, you know, we realize how... You actually have to have a dedication to sit down and listen to us for two and a half hours. That's dedication. You are not tapping like on Instagram, whatever else. Yeah, very true. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we're like a little community, I feel. I know. And it is like, it's like a secret club because like, I'll be walking around Dublin and a girl will come up and be like... Here and it goes. Oh my god! Yeah, like, and it's like we have this secret little conversation in your ears every week, and then you like will scutter off. I know. I met these two gals that were on their way, and they were even like they said on the road, they were like, "We're having an outsider moment." I was like, "That's so gas." They were on their way to a silent disco in coppers, like that. So <laughs> cute. I love that they like automatically fucking related it to it. You know yeah. that way it was so mm. fucking cute. Um, but we have some spiciest questions, honey, honey, honey. Yeah, but it is hard, like. It's hard. Like, I want to be able to write back. I don't want anyone to be like, oh, they didn't write back. It is hard. I don't like being a blagger bitch where I don't have the... It's not out of lack of, like, wanting to. Jenny has a way more intense job now in the past few months. I'm just fucking me, headless chicken walking around, you know. (laughs) But, like, it's also, like, I don't want to give shitty advice. If I'm going to reply to you, I'm going to reply yeah. fully concentrated and dedicated. Yeah, we're not I don't want to be like, just You fucking... got this, girl. Yeah, I hate that bollocks. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah, just keep on listening and you'll get inspired and be finding a little nugget of, you know, wisdom, hopefully. Yeah. Not only from us, we find the wisdom from you, from mm-hmm. you writing to us. And sometimes we've actually covered the topics too. Yeah. That's another one. Like, if we don't reply to you, it's because... There has been significant, and I usually will try and reply on Tumblr and be like, "You should listen to this episode because sometimes it's like the exact same because we all have the same problems." Yeah, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, Which et is comforting to know as well. Yeah, for sometimes sure. you can be like, "Oh my god, my boyfriend's cheating on me with my mother," and we'll be like, "Listen to episode twelve. <laughs> yeah, we have a full <laughs> mother cheating yeah. <laughs> episode." Okay, so I'm gonna read out the first question. You ready, honey? Mm-hmm. Okay, hey girls, I need your help because I feel clueless with this and no one talks about it, so I have no idea what to think. Me and my boyfriend are together two years. We love each other a lot and we have an amazing sex life. Recently, I randomly asked him if he watched porn and he freaked out a little and answered, uh, sometimes. <laughs> I didn't know if that was normal for guys in relationships or not and was just like, okay, whatever. But it's been really getting to me ever since. Is this cheating? Help. Okay. I love that our gals feel comfortable enough to tell us that they have a com- like great sex life with their I know. Brothers. It's always like, we have a fucking banging sex life. And I'm like, cool, um, vid or it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start the It Gals Porn Network. Oh my goodness, imagine. <laughs> Actually, speaking of, we were before we jump right into this, which we will, honeys, mm-hmm. in our, our new blogger vibe. <laughs> we're going to jump right into it. We were talking about a freaking show recently the netflix um 
turned on. Rashida Jones. Yeah. Yes. The amazing. series that she released, she released the, we were talking about. Hot Girls Wanted was the movie. Yeah. Which, which got, wasn't, uh, it wasn't welcomed as much in the sex worker kind of community. It was in um, Sundance or whatever. It did oh, really yeah. well. Like in the, but then when it kind of was made to the public, it people were just like, you've chosen the, a really negative um they were basically like you tried to make a show about porn but showed the worst aspect of it mm-hmm. so which i get because it's like if you're gonna make a documentary about something as diverse and regulated as porn mm-hmm. you should fair enough show the shitty side but also show that there's a lot of people being grand like if you go to los angeles you know, in the valley where people are being professional porn stars, they have to be getting STG checks every week. It's so regulated. Yeah. But she made a movie specifically about, about like amateur, amateur porn. porn and 19 year old girls who are answering like They're having Craig sex lists. with random uncles and yeah, it was just it was like, just... and it kind of washed the whole industry with one brush. It kind of was like, this was the way that you get into the industry. Yeah. That's what kind of made people think like, fucking hell, this yeah. is atrocious. So, yada, yada, yeah, but yeah, what yeah. I loved what she did was instead of coming out with like a big apology and never talking mm-hmm. about it again, she was like, okay, I'm going to do my fucking due diligence. And she made this TV uh, series where she just explored, not even porn, just it's like- on Netflix as well. On Netflix called Hot Girls Wanted- Turned on. Turned on. That's it. And it's, you know, it's way better. I think it shows. It's incredible. It's really, really good. It was good. a series has not gripped me in. I honestly don't know how long. I was telling you so long to watch that shit. <laughs> We're, I mean, I can't. People tell me to watch shit yeah, all the time. I'm, I'm the same. Like, I will, I'm I will. like, yeah, whatever. Until I discover it myself. It's not as cool. You know, that way. Yeah. I don't know if you told me it was Rashida Jones because I'd watched the. No, because it was after that. Because I was like, you oh. should watch the fucking season oh. she did. And you were like, yeah. But like, I mean, I get that because I'm like yeah. that too. Or sometimes you're like, yeah, I will. And then you just like, I found my little way. It probably yeah. was. You find you, your own it bur- way. <laughs> it burrowed into my brain somehow. Honey. It's amazing. It's really. Like I was like, this is suggestion. so cool. Like she did a really fucking good job. She like, I loved the episode about like this Spanish woman who made porn for women. And it was just so oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, the first episode of that series is yeah. the like females making porn for females. And yeah, that was a really interesting one. My favorite one, oh, just because it blowed me little fucking head, was about um webcam girls. But what they Love do in the one. series is like they don't talk about like webcam girls as a whole. What is it like? They zone in on one particular story mm. and kind of just focus on that. So and they're more focusing on the people rather than what they work completely. As, yeah, which I thought they did because in Hot Girls Wanted the movie, it was kind of more bait. It was always like sex, 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 sex. What are you doing in the porn? What it it didn't really explore the girls enough and it's like it kind of i hate the word because it's so fucking typical feminist but it kind of objectified them a bit as just porn stars but i loved how in hot girls wanted they kind of more in the tv series they kind of more went into like the people and yeah. their story and this girl was like a cam girl and she ended up falling in love with the fellow oh, oh, so they, cute. oh it was just absolutely painful i was casually bawling in my it bed. was so cute and it also because in the movie as well it was very much like sex 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 young girls are doing this for sex but then in the series it's kind of like emotional yeah it's not just that girls are wanting to mm. like and it, they she did it with the movie she did it in a kind of bad way because she the one girl that she did hone in on her personal life it was very much like she brought her back to just her 
actual family home mm-hmm. telling her mom that she's a poor it was very comfortable viewing yeah being like i don't want you to do this yeah. tell your father that you need to tell him and it's like and please don't yeah, oh know. god you're hunting father oh no I know, it was intense so i would actually like to put it out there we've never put it out there but i would love to have someone who was an open sex worker on this podcast just to talk about it because i feel like so many of our listeners don't understand that like people don't just go into sex work just because they're like homeless you know what i mean like some people love it and some people go into it because they really enjoy it a gal who webcams for them free like but that's still sex work you know it's like that's what i would like to show the different levels of it so if you are or you know i know some sex workers but i totally understand that there is a level of anonymity there and like you may not want to be going on a podcast with fifteen thousand people you know what i mean Mm. i get it especially in ireland however if there is one who is who wants to come on tell their story we'd love to have you on but i want to get onto this girl's question right now yeah but what i'm saying is the reason that i brought that up is because like i think i had an idea of porn and i had like if i heard the word porn or Mm -hmm. my boyfriend watching porn i would have instantly thought of like oh my god he's such a horny fucking prick all he wants is sex but then when I watched that series with the turned on one, it really made me understand like the levels, just like porn as an industry. Like, so to this girl, if I was to answer her, like porn has existed for so long, like for fucking ever, basically. Yeah. So like, well, like define porn, you know, it's like we only call it porn now because it's like made into a business. It's like, you know, back in like ancient Greek times, there was always dirty drawings or there was always orgies that you could go mm-hmm. in and watch. They just, they didn't have this definitive like, like word for it that it was like, it's porn. Mm. So you have to take the nuance with it. And, you know, as with everything, there is nuance and there is healthy ways to explore some things and there's unhealthy ways to explore some things. You know, with porn, um, just watching wise, there is definitely personal opinion, I'm open to other uh, rebuttals, but I think there are ways to unhealthily engage with porn. I've dated guys who I feel were hooked and I'm, it's, you know, it's not because of the, I'm not saying that like porn stars are making them do it. It's the exact same way with like video games or with football or with fucking, you know, fast food. You can overindulge and you can get kind of desensitized to the real thing. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I've had guys boyfriends like that who watch a lot of porn and i feel like it definitely me and michael talk about it a lot um and i I always find it interesting to talk to like my male friends or boyfriends about it because he always talks about how porn kind of um it kind of educated him on a way of sex that wasn't realistic Mm. um he always talks about how like you know for years he was having sex with girls when he was younger or whatever um and he just didn't understand like why they weren't enjoying it and like it made him feel worse but then he kept watching the porn and there is a way of that porn some bad porn should i say Mm -hmm. because you can find good porn Mm -hmm. but the majority of porn is free porn which i mean i could go into a whole an amazing thing if you want to educate yourself on modern the modern porn industry is the butterfly effect by john ronson it's an incredible audiobook series Mm. all about how one guy bought all of the porn sites red tube all these free porn sites Mm -hmm. and he owns a monopoly of them and they basically 
they take porn DVDs that usually are being bought so that the porn stars will get money from and they just upload them and it's streaming so like porn now has been kind of riddled with like it has been kind of like fucked up a little bit and it's become so available that I do think that it can you know apparently the average age that people see porn now is 11 I know which is like it's crazy that's really young like that's I mean it's so shocking but I'm a mother and I can see yeah happening like these conversations like fucking whether like you can be the most like pc mother like your kids are seeing stuff if they have access to any type of phone which they do even if they it. don't have a phone their friend has a phone and it's the simplest like rilo came back the other day and was like alex told me to watch this and i looked up like he hadn't personally found it himself but he obviously fucking went on youtube and found this like peppa pig scottish thing that was like I mean this is diverting the fuck to the question <laughs> But YOLO It was like Rilo was like I know this is bad mum But Alex told me about it in school And it's so <laughs> funny and It's like <laughs> It's basically Peppa Pig But they've dubbed it with like A Scottish comedian It's basically oh, okay. just like, he's like What the fuck are you doing Peppa <laughs> You fucking get out of me we. And like Just this ridiculous Like mm. constant swearing And Rilo is howling <laughs> So like he's obsessed with Swearing at the moment And just mm. like He's like All my friends say F, B and S So like Kids will find Their fucking way So it's just like What you gotta do It's the same With fucking abortion With repeal eight. Like stop ignoring it Stop pretending That you can ban it Like You know You can't stop your boyfriend From watching it You can't ban porn From happening Porn is Huge Right now Oh, it has been. But more, it's gotten crazy in the last, since the internet. Since the internet yeah, the came internet in with porn. Yeah, the changed everything. Like, people can upload pictures of, like, fucking amateur you can videos. Get, you can get porn on Twitter. Like, yeah. You people. can, li- I remember, like, back in the day, me and Lindsay were really into Tumblr. You could literally watch full porn, amazing porn, BTW Bruce Venture, do you know what I'm saying? You could watch and real porn on tumblr see i'm not a porn gal i'm not like you I, have been i have been i have been i used to really enjoy it um i don't so much anymore so what freaking away or just um, looking at it learning bit of both <laughs> i've always been honestly my whole life i've always been like it sounds so like sexual kind of obsessed with sex but like not in a like frigging myself in the corner i've just always been so interested in like seeing people having sex i don't know why Mm. like i remember being a kid breaking into my mom and dad's bedroom taking out their condom packet and like sneaking out the pamphlet of the condom packet to look (laughs) at how the condoms put on the dick i used to read it once a night and i had my mum's tampon pamphlet i was just like oh my god that's i just was my I don't know why I just I mm. just always have been really intrigued by it I don't know what it is I feel now with porn I've seen it all I'm kind of desensitized to it and I also find that like I was way more into porn when I was single and not having regular sex mm-hmm. do you know what I mean so mm. I found then it was kind of more like ooh, but now it's like 
I just, you know, I, I, I bang my boyfriend on the weekends. Like, I'm not on a Wednesday fucking putting up the porn. I'm putting up Vanderpump rules on. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, I, I, it is different. It's a different mindset, I feel like, when you're in, like, a long-term monogamous relationship to being, like, single on the scene. Well, know? let me put this question to you, because I think... From what I hear from a lot of girls, my friends, shit, who are in relationships, who are mm. like, you know, they just assume or accept that the kind of age old, I don't know if this is an old age tale or is this a, you know, more of the scientific shit than me, that men have a bigger appetite for sex so that men need porn for that reason. Like, I mean, I'm grand having, like, I mean, you know, now I'm hooking up with someone, I'm grand having sex once a week. Mm-hmm. that satisfies me mm-hmm. <laughs> but, <laughs> but men like i know he's one good way probably at home do you know that's like i think it's like i don't know i i can't i don't know if i can really answer it because like i mean i think everyone's just so different and you i know the way that's like the kind of saying yeah of like, oh man they need it but it's like i i i think maybe i'm biased um, in the sense that like I oh I've talked to Michael a lot about it because he talks a lot about how kind of porn destimulated him and kind of made him he kind of blames not blames it sounds really intense but like he talks about porn a lot in a kind of debilitating way that he found that it kind of held him back a lot and it kind of made him um he got dependent on porn rather than dependent on actually trying to interact with women and talk to them and learn how to like speak mm-hmm. to women and have good relationships i get that especially if you're a single man and what, you're especially when you're like 15 you know this is where it's kind of coming from because kids really get into porn i feel when they're really young you mm-hmm. know when they're like 15 16 your emotions your hormones i'd say what's happening like i mean if there are parents listening to this and literally fucking throwing their computers out the window freaking out that their kids can be accessing pouring porn like i don't think like porn is like a a progressive thing like you're not just like oh porn here i am i can wait like your first anytime when i was a kid and first like seeing anything sexual on tv and stuff like that i think you know the porn doesn't have to mean like your kids looking up you porn.com no porn is nicole kidman and in that fucking scene that is porn to a certain extent mm. and stuff like that and it's like when i was first when i was a kid i remember i was loving this um show sugar rush and that was almost oh yes so it wasn't good. porn but like it was very insinuous it's actually and stuff. explicit yeah you know i, I, I kind of was like i was I w- more interested in that so like mm. i just wanted like people who were thinking like shit like you totally know? yeah i mean what, what what i'd say to this girl is that like first of all no it's not cheating but then again cheating is defined by the person in the relationship so i acknowledge that however i don't think because then where's your line? Is it cheating if he looks at another girl on the street and thinks she's hot? Or is it cheating if you, in your mind, imagine freaking... Banging the waiter? Yeah. Like, we all do it. Because so, then you're cheating in your mind, so that's cheating. You're exactly. cheating. And you're making... Pro- realistically, let's pair it back, you know? What is cheating? Cheating is having an affair with someone else while you're in a relationship. When you're in a monogamous relationship and you are either having like sexual relations or, you know, I mean, I understand that every relationship has their own definitions and blah, 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 blah. But I would encourage people to really, I think cheating is a bad thing and you should have a high standard of what cheating is. You can, people can be disloyal to you and like be, you know, bad and like texting their ex or texting girls and, 
you know you can deal with that as it comes but cheating is serious i think and for me i would consider cheating at the moment and it can always change because it changes with mm-hmm. like who you're with and your perception your freaking what's the word whatever you have yeah. wherever you're holding your at that point yeah um but for me at the moment it would be just like like you said they're in the fair like if if I was with a dude and he happened to kiss a girl or get with a girl and he told me the next day he was like I was out she got cray and I kissed a girl that's not cheating well it is cheating but I think I could more deal with that rather than an affair which is like mm, you are cheating you are cheating me you're making me cheating, think something cheating to me is like an like how do I describe it kind of like um an active kind mm. of moment like where it's like a continuous yeah. action an awareness yeah like as in like i know i'm in a relationship and i'm fucking going out on thursdays with this other girl to the cinema yeah or else to me i know i'm in a relationship but i'm instagramming this girl yeah and she's asking me out and i'm gonna maybe see her at this gig and snog her then but there was that background of that for me cheating like you go out your boyfriend goes out to the club and like kisses a girl it's so funny that literally in the in room, the same room we had this conversation and you were like no way i feel like that's making a fool out of me and like for me it was more like okay if michael goes out to a club kisses a girl i'm obviously not going to be like deadly hun go ahead and get it but if like if we had like obviously it would not be a happy time in our relationship but if he was like oh my god i went out last night and i kissed a girl i'm so sorry if he had yeah. proper like like it is you could acknowledge yeah. it as a as a mistake i could be like i'll be mad at him but because then i'm just like okay look we can deal with it because people fuck up that could not be like cheating because he didn't cheat you because pre- he was honest with you and he told, said a mistake it's the premeditated however you know you could be floored with that and you could be like i actually can't deal yeah. with that it's so subjective you know like but the porn you thing, never know porn to me is not cheating because like it's a fantasy land now it's it's a problem if it takes away from your actual relationship like if you're coming over to it yeah yeah if you're coming over to his gaff i remember i uh like was with a guy before and like he found it hard to come if porn wasn't going on i remember that episode in sex in the city mm, as well yeah model where, after mortals or something yeah like where that. miranda was dating a guy and he oh had, yeah yeah he that had one. to write her while watching porn that's an example of not cheating but like irregular behavior like you can watch porn healthily happily and grand but you can also be dependent on porn to have sexual gratification and that's not normal or i have definitely been i get what you mean i totally what you mean i have been with guys and having sex with guys and being like you were having sex with me like a like a porn like this is porn yeah you're not connecting with me no. you're not like giving a fuck if i'm enjoying yeah. this or not you are just having your own little yeah. porn show on your head because like, this is what you've been watching all i love a bit week. of porn sex i have to say i love a little bit of crazy rough and tumble however there's I nothing agree, yeah. there's nothing worse than when you don't want that and it starts to go like that anyway and you're not connecting and you know this girl has said that her and her fella have a great sex life mm-hmm. no i agree porn sex i don't need like soft intimate loving every time yeah no course. like so i like a, a mix yeah everyone likes a mix one. You know. demands a man, you want. but it's like porn sex can be great yeah but if you're connected 
Exactly. If it's like, but if sometimes the guy, which is like at the end of the day, like a lot of the time, the guy who was watching porn isn't connecting to the girl who's mm-hmm. watching. He just so thinks if he's they, a porno. Yeah, they're just like wanking away to finish. So if someone's like basically using us, using you as some kind of wank machine and you're just, yeah. they're completely oblivious to whether you're enjoying it and they also don't give a fuck if you and are enjoying it or and not. And that's what Michael has kind of said to me that he said that like it kind of uh, ruined him not ruined him that's so intense but like kind of he said that he now noticed it like affected him sexually because he would like if he did get a girl he felt that like it hindered him talking to women properly because all he'd kind of see when he was younger was like women in porn um mm. and he said it also kind of like fucked up how he had sex with women mm. and that he said that he just didn't it was just he just would pound and you know all that kind yeah. of stuff and like he admits it and he's like and then like when i stopped watching it and i started to kind of more tune into actually the women i was having sex with mm. <laughs> you know it became better and more enjoyable for him more enjoyable for them and you know so i mean look this girl okay she's saying she's having great sex with her boyfriend if this is your only thing people sometimes need their own private little things that they do and you find out your boyfriend watches porn like what's your what's the level here it's not cheating because he's not getting with another girl even closely i can't think of myself like a few years ago possibly i think um finding out that a guy like that my boyfriend was watching porn i think i saw it on the laptop or something and i felt cheated mm. so then i felt like he had cheated because yeah. i felt cheated i was like oh my god you were watching porn, you dirty animal. Like, I'm just saying, like, this is what was in my brain. Yeah. I was like, you dirty fucking prick. Like, I'm here with a bad day, you know, and mm. you're watching this porn. You're watching another naked woman, her vagina. Like, these visual things were coming into my head, being like, you're watching a fucking girl who looks different than me, different body, and a dick on into vagina. What the fuck's wrong with you? Like, and... You know, I confronted him. I was like, "Why?" Like a vulnerable free man, and he was like, "Oh, just like, like you know." And then I started to question him about it, but then I felt kind of wrong questioning him about it because I could tell by his reaction that, like, he was like, "Oh, this is my secret time. You're yeah. questioning me of," and like. I'm here like what was it what kind of point I mean, did you look literally up? like a guy I felt like a ma you know like the way I've been like I put a fucking video camera in your room and I see you scrape the shit out under your toenails yeah every now and again you eat it you're like it's like mm. what the fuck it's like so you know you have to be able to I think relationships are all about kind of a balance of like respecting we always think of relationships as being like this one unit and like being hanging out all the time and being like, I know everything about them, but there is also intimacy and being able to have your own shit, you know, totally. like me and Michael, like we, like this weekend, I was like, I'm gonna go with my Lindsay and like, I might see him tomorrow, but I was like, my Friday nights, when I'm sorry, when Drag Race is airing, <laughs> yeah. I like, and he knows it, mm. I like to go home, I get my fucking pajamas and I sit down with my mom and we watch Drag Race mm. and you know, it's like you have to be able to respect these little things that mm. your partner or your boyfriend does. And if his thing is maybe watching a bit of porn every now and again, and it's not affecting your life in any other way, mm-hmm. you're enjoying your sex, 
He's respecting you. And it's like legal damn porn. Exactly. He's not watching, you know. Animal fucking shit. Exactly. He's not into bestiality. Mm. But he's watching just, you know, your regular porn. It's like, you're, anyone can make a mountain of a molehill of anything. And if you're going to make it about porn, good luck finding a fella who's never watched it. Mm Mm-hmm. Or who's never going to watch it again. And the worst thing you can do, which I kind of found when I, like I said, confronted my boyfriend and was like, oh, yeah. And I was in a vulnerable state. And I was like, oh, like I felt like I was sex shaming him. But yeah. I was like, you know, he obviously had his little wank, whatever, came mm. to whatever. Like, and I'm here, like, sex shaming him. What am I saying? You can only fucking come with me. Like, yeah. I mean, that's like saying like what's the level then babes like sometimes you can be having sex and other different fantasies can be going on in your head while you're having sex with the person like i can be having sex in my bedroom with my boyfriend and thinking like oh imagine if we were like on the edge of a fucking (laughs) cliff or whatever you know like Is he gonna be like, are you here in the now? Are you? Yeah. What's like? Or like the thing is that I also find you just popped into my head there. Sorry to interrupt, Sunny Bunny. But I find, and this is obviously a huge generalization, so just take it with a pinch of salt. Men, I find, are quite visual people, so we have kind of a visual record of them wanking after porn. Mm. Women. I can literally get myself off by being on the edge of my bed thinking about fucking having sex with George Clooney while the baby's like I'm the yeah. babysitter. So there's no visual record for the nasty shit I'm thinking of. Totally. Guys aren't. I they need to see. They kind of need to see. Dick in V. Exactly. Like they need to see that. And like we see this as well with like gay guys are really into porn. You know so it's like. Yeah they need to see that. I like, feel like I'm it is. here riding you thinking of your best friend. You know <laughs> yes. like. like and what are you gonna do? Like get a freaking lie detector test? Exactly. Afterwards? So it's like you know, I'm sure you girl who was asked in. I know we answered this in a very over the like kind of around the way, but I hope it kind of opened your mind a little bit more that like, you know, honestly, if you if it's not hurting your relationship, like I would have a different rela- answer to you if you were like my sex life has gone to shit. He only wants to have sex in the craziest ways. It's not fun. It's not consensual. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But you said like we have. You literally said we have a great sex life. Mm-hmm. If you were enjoying the sex and if he is respecting you in other ways. And he also was open. He was honest. He said, I sometimes watch porn. Yeah. You don't need to know how many fucking times. That's not your business, girl. Just because you're dating exactly. someone doesn't mean that you, you need to know ownership. everything about. No. You like, you're not with him all the time. You shouldn't be if you fucking are. Do you know the way? Like, yeah, totally. So like what tonight. I would say to her, to be honest, is just like. Try and relax about it. And you know what? If if it makes you feel better, why not try watch some with him? Then at least you know the kind of porn that he's watching. Fucking get off with him. Or even watch it separately. Like yeah. maybe if like, say if you're about living at home and like he's wanking away and his parents got me, you're yeah. you be frigging away to the same porno. Yeah. And then you can like, I mean, Jesus, if anything, thank fucking porn for I learned how to BJ. Like you learn it shit It does from teach it. how to BJ. Or just different positions and yeah, different like it opens up your mind. It's like what well, it's like a magazine of sex. Um, okay, so let's talk about our outsider moments. I think obviously our outsider moments are inspired by outsider the brand. We have a good one this week. So and it's an amazing brand. I mean, obviously they're all about like being your true self, living your best life, being extra AF and being unapologetic about it. Yeah. Um so Lindsay, do you want to read it out, Willie? Yeah, I need it. 
Okay, this is from a good friend of the podcast, Luz Elena. That's her Insta name. My hashtag outsider moment is being interviewed on Republic of Telly. And I said, they asked me what my boyfriend would, what I would love to get for my boyfriend for Christmas. And my answer was a dildo. Lols. They played it every ad break. So that's <laughs> about four to five times or so. My gran and granddad saw the whole thing. Mortification <laughs> across the nation I was mean, her last hashtag. Isn't that so Irish where it's like, of course, like you're out at the 12 folks, you're bopping around or yeah. you're out on the night and you're on a TV show. Republic Italy is a TV show. And they're like, well, what's your thing? And you're like, add me gas, a dildo. And yeah. then, of course, it's played every week you up to Christmas. You're being ridiculous. <laughs> and then they're like, a dildo, a dildo. And, it's and your you're face. being reminded 24-7 of your outsider moment, which is just gas. So gas. So funny. Like, so thank you, Lauren, for that outsider moment. We loved it. Uh, guys, if you have any more, let us know. Um, and send us your outsider pics. If you, even if you're just in the middle of an outsider moment, send us a mail. And we'll yeah, put them on our or Instagram. text us if you had a little outsider moment. Like, sometimes it's gas. I got a few freaking videos sent to me of girls just talking gobbledygook. <laughs> and they're just like, oh my God, this boy came up to me and I was like, fuck off. But he's like my ex's best friend <laughs> and it's like that was a total outsider moment yeah, I'm like, like, on. I'm like yes it was girl <laughs> okay so next question do you want to read it out honey it's just okay, the top I'll try one and there it's better okay it's the top one there okay gals i'm losing my mind here my what? best hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Friend is the worst at exaggerating all of her stories. For the most part, it's harmless, just going over the top with excuses. But sometimes she'll start telling me my own story back to me or making up a new ending to a story I've heard a thousand times. It's hit peak madness as she's recently gotten a new boyfriend and started bullshitting about why she can't come out when it's obvious she's with him. How do you do? How do you deal with a mate who's a compulsive liar? That's fucking mad. This was a fresh question. We've like, never had a question like we've that. We've never. Yeah, this was like, we saw this in the sample and we were like, oh, I was like, okay, compulsive liar. I've had compulsive liar friends. It's really, really hard to deal with. I am. Um, it was more when I was in school, which I also get is like when you're a teenager and people are lying. But I've had some people who have in my life complied about mad stuff. Mm. And it is crazy when someone is lying to your face and you're just like, 
I know that's <laughs> a lot like but you can't call them out because it, it's like they'll lie again yeah and it's like and it's also like I can't catch you out in the lie because they're good liars but also what I've like my brother actually had I don't know I, I think I've had like snippets of them here and there but I've never had like a close one yeah but my brother had one from school and like this guy was the lies were just so ginormous it was almost it was just like how do i begin to freaking tear this down like you're <laughs> literally telling me you work for the guards <laughs> when i go 100 no you don't like and it was it was work just for the guards. yeah he was like you know me i am undercover for them at the moment <laughs> and it was just like it was the most the stories were just so unbelievably ridiculous like at one point he had a fiance and we were like oh and then we saw him a few weeks later me and my sister was like oh how's your fiance he was like well i was walking around bal doyle and um i saw a van and the van was moving and i was like that's a bit odd went over to the van opened up the door wasn't it my fiance and my best mate riding in the <laughs> We were like, shut up. No way. Like, it was just so. You happen to be walking around, <laughs> seeing a van moving. You go up to and it's your, it's your fiance and your best friend. Like, you, that did not happen, babe. Oh my God, that's so funny. But, like, it's so. Uh, you can't be like, you're just like, oh, yeah, you're no like, way. Okay. And you try. I was like, you're. You just walked up to the van. He was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, open the door. Yeah, right. Yeah, no. And I was like, the van, they were writing so vigorously that this yeah, freaking shaking or whatever was like and then you were like i'm gonna look in that van yeah <laughs> just go up to some random so i don't know so like this pile i'm trying to think if it was when miguel pal so if it was a fella i feel like i'd be way harder on him with a girlfriend i feel like i'd just be like it's so awkward because you're just like it is so awkward, especially when you've got a group of gals which i'm presuming you probably do and you're all maybe no. And you're like freaking Jezebel over there. Mm. Talking over hoop. Like it must just be. What would I do? I think I would have to call them out. In it. I can't with the bullshit. If I yeah. knew like. If you were starting to tell me bollocks. <laughs> I, I can deal with white lies. I'm actually fine with them to be honest. Yeah or I, slight exaggerations as well. Yeah I mean. I'm fine with. I love a drama. I dramatize stories. You dramatize stories. We're mm-hmm. about drama holes. Yeah. So yeah, like we'll be getting twelve roses from my boyfriend's at Valentine's Day. We'll be like, oh my god, the room was full. I'd be like, Lindsay, the room. Do you was think Kylie Jenner got good for Stormy? Yeah. And oh. then they'd be like, I'll get two long stem. <laughs> yeah, you know, half like, stem. <laughs> I'll get the little one that was on offer. I'll be like, oh but my like, god, you know, we, there is a thing with um that kind of bollocks like with stories and stuff with your friends where like I know if you tell me a story it's not that I can tell the bullshit but like I always you know we know to take each other's stories at pinch of salt there's compulsive liars and they are a different different fucking story. breed and they're it's like mental. the annoying thing is is anytime I've been around them I always do so I'm like not in a like you're a fucking liar I'm like really yeah me too I'm like we're in Baldoyle and you, <laughs> you opened the, the van. van. How did that happen? He was like, no, I know. I know. Like, they're just... They're so... You can call them out yeah, till the blood and cows they, come home. I but, think they almost just believe their lie. Yeah, that's the thing that is... 
the difficult thing to just try and break down yeah. is the they're delusion. Like, no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah, them yeah, being yeah. like they, yeah, they're not lying according to them. I remember when I was like in school, and like we had this friend who was telling a lie, and I'm not going to get into the lie or whatever, but sensitive topic. But we all sat her down. We're like, "You're lying!" Like we literally were like, "This did not happen." Mm. And she was just like, "It did," <laughs> and it was like the most. OTT and the reason I'm not telling it is just because like you know I love the girl and I'm not gonna like throw her in the bus and it was like a hard time for her mentally I think so it was like a different kind of different kind of world you know what mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. um, I don't yeah, think she was okay. being malicious about it I'll tell you after hon thank you darling for that um, and you know I but it was it was mad because we were literally like we will not judge you just let us know you know what I mean it was like we weren't trying to call her out but, we but it's were, a fact of everyone knows we were, that it's yeah, a lie. Yeah, we were just like, please just admit to us because this is a crazy thing to be saying. And she was just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. This is real. So, okay, your friend is exaggerating shit. Like, I... God, I'm trying to think what I, the fuck I do. I think I would just like... I know it's hard to call them out because they just are like... No, no, yeah, it did happen, yeah. It doesn't work. That's the it thing. It doesn't work. But like... I think I'd almost just have to be like, I can't listen to you anymore. Like, I'd have to be like, I can't. Can we talk about anything yeah. else other than your... Your random stories. Yeah. I would just... Do you know what? I'd probably try and be so blatant about it. Like, the minute they start lying, I'd be like, no, not listen to it. I'd just be like, yeah, that's bollocks. it off. That's bollocks. Let's like, talk about... We're talking about something else. Because... Yeah. Yeah. Then they'll be like, funny, I actually met yeah, Kanye West like, and he was like, well, was you're walking. prettier than Kardashian. And I was like, fuck yeah. off. And he was like, no, you actually are. And he was like, no, you are. And actually, I never fancied you. Yeah, and he was like, can you marry, will you, or whatever. And I was Gave like, me your ring, actually, fuck off, is. like you support Trump. So no, clearly. <laughs> yeah, but then actually I met Melania and Melania came yeah. up to me and she told me that my fucking outfit was unreal. Like that stuff is just not fun to be right. It's just like the thing is, it's hun, just like hun we're just to me, to me, pal, the girl right in. That's not a real relationship. It's not a real friendship. Ugh. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like you're not having real conversations. Like we all can take a pinch of salt. Like I would literally be telling Lindsay stories, and I'd be like, "Fucking Michael," and I held him against the wall, and I smacked. <laughs> like I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ, we know it's not real. Like I can take my friends' stories with a pinch of salt. I know my friends well enough to know when mm. it's being dramatic for dramatic sake. Yeah. However, I also know my friends when they're literally talking through their hoop. Yeah, and it's and just like, like. But <laughs> what I think, if we're given this gallon answer, is. There's certain personality traits that cannot be fixed. True. Such as narcissism. If someone is a, is a complete and utter textbook narcissist. And compulsive lying is narcissism, I feel. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's in the same like umbrella. Yeah. Like narcissism cannot be like there's no cure. You yeah. can try your best to be like, this is not a healthy way of thinking. I'm talking to you. I'm trying to freaking. Yeah, you're not going to be the one to crack it the code. It don't work. They are a narcissist. And same yeah. with compulsive lies. You can be like, I know you're lying. You know, they just will always, their go-to will always be to just lie again. Yeah. Lied to cover the lie, lied to cover the lie. Blah, yeah. Blah. So, like, my brother who I said who had the friend from school, like what he did, he was just like saw him in small doses, let him talk shite. Sometimes would be like, dad, that didn't happen. Like, whatever. <laughs> but... You know, for the large part, was just like, 
I accept my friend as a fucking compulsive liar. Yeah. He's not going to change. It's one of those things you have to kind of be like, I'm just going to accept you for who you are, but I'm going to keep you at a distance where it's not going to affect my life. Because Or I'm not going to accept you. Yeah. I'm just going to be like, I can't handle this anymore. Yeah. And I need this out of my life. So I think you just need to kind of, friends are about choosing and i feel like often like something that happens with bad friendships is that like people just think well these are my friends so i have to have them Mm. you can choose your friends you are it's up to you to control who are around who's around you i think it's harder though like this girl saying like in a group like yeah because you don't want to be like the mean girl group of of us all being like we're all gonna get her out of the group which i've been in that situation before where we're in a group all having like difficulties with one, one person girl and whatever, you're like yeah. we're hardly like we are nice people we're not going to be like you're out of the group you're annoying you know yeah. what I, mean? I think like if it's really if it's bothering you more than the other girls then i would just do like what your brother did and i would listen to them and take away a pinch of salt but not really keep them very close yeah and again like you said as well try to divert the conversation if she's yeah. going to be bringing up like this wild story just divert it to yeah. something a bit more neutral like and like you know i would probably start off with calling them out just so they know that you know they're lying and then i would go to the you know what i mean yeah. like i i would start it off with just being like that's not true blah blah even though you know it's not gonna work but at least they know at some point in their life and or just doing it in a like annoyingly like faux banter way like sometimes mm. like if you're like that didn't happen yeah, to like up. okay anyway, moving on and then like leaving them in that kind of like mm. they're like what the fuck they're aware that it ain't real um okay so we've got one more question okay Hey guys, bit of a random topic, but here it goes. Six months ago, I moved countries with a friend. Now it's like everything's going really well for my friend and not for me. She's very outgoing and extroverted. I'm quieter and I prefer to get to know people gradually. We've met some new people here, but as my friend is so outgoing, everyone seems to prefer her. I feel so low, but I don't want to go home just yet. Any advice on how I can find some people of my own without being in my friend's shadow? I love this question. I think it's very interesting. A fresh question. Really great questions, guys. Thanks so much for these. They're mm. fab. And they if, give us life. If you need to, if you want to send us in the question again before we enter this one, it's itgaspodcast at tumblr.com forward slash ask. Click the anonymous or if you don't have a Tumblr, it'll just be anonymous. Yeah, so they honestly grand. breathe life in the podcast because like it's feedback. this on. question, for example, like I've not been away with someone or been in that situation, but when i read it i could imagine it you know that kind of way but we i think the reason that's so interesting is that it's kind of something that me and you have discovered in our friendship how do you mean i think that you are way more extroverted than i am Mm. even though i'm i'm outgoing and i can get along with it and you know i'm grand but like Mm -hmm. socially we're quite different Mm. And that can be something that can challenge a friendship. It has with ours. You know yeah. what I mean? And different I different people managing their social like in their, just, in their own ways, yeah. you know? And it's like so like, for example, my favorite quote ever that has always resonated very true to me is by RuPaul. And he says, I'm an introvert masquerading as an extrovert. And that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. That like my so if we're gonna define what introverted and extroverted are the way they're defined and this is when i found out what i was because i was i was like i'm not introverted though 
Because I'm not I always thought introverted meant That you're like Sitting at home And you want to be alone All the time But it's not that mm. They define it really easy Is that like Extroverts get energy From being in social situations mm-hmm. And introverts feel drained from them Oh okay So both can enjoy them But When I go to like A social situation When I go home I feel like I've had the life sucked mm. out of me. However, like say Michael, who's actually quieter than me, but loves social interaction. He feels like energized from it. He loves yeah. that feeling. And I would be the same. Like yeah. I need the stimulation of people. Like, yeah, that's why like when I'm at home with the kids at the week and, you know, they don't stimulate me. You know the way like this, course, yeah. it's not like adult conversation. Yeah. I literally am salivating for exactly. getting out and I can be exhausted heading out. Yeah. But you'll like get an energy. Yeah. When it. I get there, I'm like, oh, yeah. And, and I'm I love socializing. However, I find it quite like kind of emotionally kind of draining. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it's like, it's not that I don't like it. It's just that I can... It does, like, it takes a lot of energy for me. Mm. You know, that way. Like, even if I can be loving doing it, but then when I get home, I am like, I feel like I've had a fucking Apple charger plugged into me, draining the life Mm. out of me. And I'm just like, like, it just, it can wear me, especially, especially if they're people I don't know. Mm. It's not as much of if they're people I know, but to make that kind of, it's it's a lot of energy for me to kind of have that effort of being like, and how are you you know to kind of be keeping up conversation and banter with people if, yeah. with people i know it's not a big thing but with people i don't know it can be quite taxing you know that way mm-hmm. so i find that interesting because when you are an introvert like when you are like that um which this girl kind of sounds like she is and you have friends who are extroverts because i find that when you're an introvert you kind of end up you kind of end up being around a lot of extroverts because you kind of like that, that they kind of, they can kind of carry you a bit. Yeah. You know, that way. Cause Mm. like, you know, I know if I go out with you, like, you know, we're grand for the night, you know, that way. Cause like you can carry on the conversation really well. And like, I can just kind of sit there and be like grand, but, um, it can also sometimes feel like you're the boring friend in the corner. Do you think? Yeah. It can feel like that. Not that it is like that. Yeah. It's probably just in our heads. Of course. Mm. But it can kind of feel like you feel like the personality list kind of like mm. person in the corner being like, or in my case, you can feel like the bitch. Mm-hmm. People think you're being a bitch that you're you're not talking, you don't want to talk, yeah. and especially yeah. when, but especially when you're outgoing, because I'm outgoing. I'm not socially mm. like I don't want to talk to people. I'm outgoing. Mm. I just don't have a lot to say all the time. Mm-hmm. But I feel extroverts. So you just find it more difficult to like be making small talk yeah, and that kind of stuff exactly i find it like kind of i don't know what to be saying to people sometimes mm. people i don't know people i know grant whatever yeah who cares like a lot of the time when i'm talking to people i'm done talking about myself like i'm yeah. there's some people who are like great at like asking questions with people they're like mm. how are you how's your job like sometimes I'll fucking like Hang out with a friend I'll come back And I'll be like Jesus Yeah We only talked about her The whole night No the, oh, like, you? I'll be like Jesus <laughs> Like I was like Yeah I'm a podcast Yeah My Instagram's going really well And I'll know that Like then I'll be like Oh shit There's that new job And that new baby that I, You know like <laughs> Yeah I just kind of will Be like Yapping on about my own stories Or whatever like that But um yeah socially for me I would never I don't even 
acknowledge it being a thing mm. other than I crave going out. I crave mm. being around loads of people I love. Just like, I mean, the only thing for me socially would be texting like I hate like sometimes I'm not great at like writing back to messages and that kind of stuff that kind of stresses me out mm-hmm. but yeah I think it it must be difficult to go away with someone um and be a duo yeah either way be a duo oh, because yeah. there's going to be strengths and like whatever mm. you know a duo is very much like not competitive but you're obviously going to be like up against each other in that regard well, yeah like, you are i mean like you know i always think it because especially when like for example me and you we'd be like you know quote unquote in a certain public eye and we're always kind of lumped together mm-hmm. so in my mind i'm like if we ever meet people it's like you don't want to be the bitch of the two you don't mm. be like Lindsay was very nice but jesus that jenny wants a cunt you know yeah. what i mean or yeah. like the opposite yeah. like i mean everyone thinks about themselves right you know mm. so you don't want to be like jesus like i don't want them thinking that i'm the one who's like fuck off or the opposite way you know and mm. um when you are a duo it's it is kind of hard to uh balance that you know but i think what this girl needs to do the introverted girl what i would say to her is just like Instead of being kind of, not jealous, because I don't want to be like, you're jealous. But like, Mm. instead of being kind of like, fuck, she's doing this and she's, they like her better and I'm not having friends and they, everyone like thinks she's better and blah, blah, blah. Like, if you are seeing something good in her, like learn from her. Because like the one Mm. thing about having extroverted friends that I have always had is I've been able to learn so much from it, you know? Mm. Like I remember like back in the day, you always told me like, well, I don't want know what to say to people. I just ask them questions about themselves. And that Mm. helps me so, that's like a crutch I use when I feel kind of awkward. I'm like, what are you doing? Where's your job? And people always like talking about themselves. So instead of... I think it's so easy to kind of go into your own head and be like, I'm being so quiet. I'm being terrible. Everyone hates me. Mm. Instead of doing that, sit down, be quiet, but look at your friend, work in the room and pick up tips from her mm. and and become like RuPaul, who is an introvert masquerading as an extrovert because that's yeah. what now I consider myself as. I can put up the f- facade of being an extrovert, even though I find it hard, but mm. social interaction is hard. And I can like, I mean as the more I hang out with people and stuff like I am an extrovert and I'm grand in kind of any social situation Mm -hmm. I would be I feel quite comfortable in however sometimes I would have been in a social situation and then come home be like oh I didn't really like the way I was towards or whatever like I kind of wish I'd made more effort with that person and kind of like almost Simon cowling myself and my performance like in being like okay I actually want to be a bit more like this next time so like what I've learned over the years of kind of just calling myself out and stuff is being like I want to be what I appreciate in people yeah for example like I you know you may not be the most extrovert funniest whatever but like what you can always be is kind and like you know a great way if I ever notice myself in a situation where I'm feeling a bit like oh this is a really intimidating space to be in mm. I'll kind of look around the room and see like maybe someone's a bit more looking I'll you'll kind of see the vulnerable person in the yeah. room 
go up to them and be like oh my god like how are you Mm. you know like and connect with them on that level but like kindness will honestly take you everywhere like yeah you know if you let your introvert take over where you're like oh you know and then you can be coming across maybe as cold or whatever because you're like you know feeling really uncomfortable that can come across to the people like just be like you know you don't need to be with the fucking coolest bitch like sometimes i will notice myself being like oh i see those people over there in the corner they look like they're deadly having the crack i want to be with them but i'm not meant to be with them do you know the way like maybe your friend you're not meant to be with her friends like like because in this uh question she was like how do i find my people like you gotta just try and look around the room and like you know get that personal level with that person like sometimes you'll see people like so cool and you'll think like sometimes when I went into college or a new job I'd be like first day I'd be imagining myself I'd be like that's the friends I'm gonna make mm. that's the group I'm gonna end up in yeah and like fast forward two months and I'm with the right, nerdy group yeah. in the corner having the time of my life and it's like you know you can think something of yourself as well that isn't true do you yeah know what I mean? and I think it's also like you know don't try and force it like I mean because when you are like that kind of introverted person like you can kind of get into your head really quickly and you can make Mm. situations really awkward for yourself really quickly and I do that all the time like I cannot tell you every situation I'm in socially that happens to me every time like it's like and I understand what it's like to be like that mentally because it's constant thing in your head where you're just like mm. everyone thinks I'm fucking quiet and then you're being quiet and then you're in your head and then you can't get out of it and, and the more you get in your head the more quiet you're being and mm. I just find people know when people can pick up on your emotions and people can pick up on your anxieties I just always try and be like Do you know what this is me mm-hmm. I'm gonna try put on the nicest front I can and anyone who talks to me I'll be really nice to them mm. however People have to accept me for me being me. And the wh- the fastest way for you to get unliked by a group of people is by acting like something you're not. And, you know, times where I have tried to really push like a kind of extroverted facade and being really OTT, I haven't liked myself because mm. that's not me. Mm. And the reason that I'm friends with you and the reason that I have great friends is because you like me for me being mm-hmm. me and we complement each other. So you will find your people just how you found your people in Ireland. Mm. It just might take you longer because that's the type of person you are. But that doesn't mean that your extroverted friend has these like incredibly close friendships. They're just, they're just a bit more socially open. But, yeah, you know, she still loves you mm-hmm. for you being you. And, you know extroverts introverts latch onto extroverts because they do help us socially mm-hmm. and i guarantee you if you have a good friendship she doesn't mind bringing you along to the nights where she's yapping away mm-hmm. and you might make friends with people just i just feel like be you and you know try push yourself i think it's always good yeah, to push I think yourself it's good to like i mean totally be you but also like we were talking about freaking cardi b yeah you know like she is totally her however you know let yourself out there like totally yeah so i remember the other day we're hopefully gonna have fiona on the podcast yeah she was talking to me yesterday she was like when i started college i got these two gal pals and we became this threesome we were like yeah we're the coolest bitches in the fucking year and then she was like they were like they 
turned into this like oh the state of fucking everyone else like really <laughs> badly you know in the social situations they'd be like mm. oh my god and then they were like as the months went down they were like hold on we're the three gals in the corner <laughs> while all the other what we would call nerds we're are fucking having a great old time <laughs> at the parties being themselves yeah, being their freaks yeah, yeah. and stuff and we were like ew ew and then they were like no one on. else thought they were Who's cool. Who's the losers? <laughs> the three girls in the corner or the 25 <laughs> other students who are all having a LARP together? Do you know the way? Like, it's definitely not them. So it's just like, you know, break, just like kind of showing yourself. Like, don't be afraid to be, like, be like open about. Mm. I know it probably is hard, but be like, yeah, I'm a bit like, because, you know, if you feel it and this girl who's writing feels it, like, this is not like, totally a rare thing i'm sure totally. the people that you're going to be meeting when you're over there and all these you'll find someone who's on your level or like you said that will help you carry you along but you got to be you have to, to try still you still have to push yeah whether totally. you're and that's something that i've always realized you have to try i mean like i wouldn't have made half my friends if i didn't try you know that way and like i just always think like when I say be yourself, I don't mean just like sit back and be accepting that like I'm quiet and I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. Because you're like probably being open and yeah. accepting yourself. It's be like, like hey. be yourself and be like, I realize that I'm not going to talk when I don't want to talk just mm-hmm. because other people feel like I should talk. However, like, you know, I feel like say you're all sitting around a table at a bar and you're all having the crack and you're feeling kind of awkward. If there's something you want to say, fucking say it, you know, because then people mm. could love you for it. And that's something that you have to you do there is always going to be that push that you have to give yourself and i think mm. even with extroverts there's always yeah, totally. a, socially there's always a push you have to give that like people only take what they can they get and like yeah. if you just sit there completely silent the whole time no one's gonna latch on to you the reason you have friends is because you talk to them not because someone is like i'll be your friend without knowing you at all yeah. like people have to have mm. something from you so like what I mean when I say be yourself is like just relax like mm. and it's so easy when you're an introvert and you're in these hyper social situations and you're with your friend who's super extroverted and you're not like that and you can just get in your head so quickly and mm. there's no way for you to be more unlikable than to be sitting there quiet in your head anxious yeah totally anxious people pick up on that yeah and what you can do is you just go along as you fucking would I realize that everyone are human. Everyone's humans. Everyone's in these situations the same. No one's perfect. No one, you know, no one knows each other 50 years when you're 20 years yeah. old. Like, mm. who cares? Like, I mean, I have to do it all the time with like Michael's friends and stuff. And, you know, I just fucking shied on like myself. Mm. And they like it. Mm. But if I sat there quiet, no one would care. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. you just have to push yourself a little bit push yourself five percent extra every yeah. time talk to yeah. one person yeah and then you'll be or you'll... yeah be like someone who like will ask the question or yeah yeah put yourself out there even but just like... ask a question ask one question in a social situation mm. and that will get your personality across and it might relax you more just mm. i think what could be happening to you and i could be projecting onto you but i know how you're feeling i think you're getting in your head by being like everyone prefers her to me mm. they all like her you don't know that mm. they're still hanging out and it must you. be feel like it must be she said like she's away or whatever like you know you're in a foreign country mm. and that's really it's like all these new people she's making a better you are thinking that she's making this better impression and yeah stuff. like that's intense because you probably don't have your solid people that you had at home mm. 
but you gotta push yourself like unfortunately in this world like we'd love to be like you know what you're perfect just rest in your laurels no yeah exactly you have to like i mean your friends are only gonna be who you make girl and like i've i've moved away twice and i made Mm. loads of friends and i'm Mm. an introvert and it can happen like extroverts as well have issues like me and again fiona were speaking recently being like you know sometimes i'll come out of like a party or if i've had a social situation and i'll look kind of evaluate how the fuck i handle myself and i'm like okay Lindsay, you were a bit intense like you were clearly talking about shit that people were grimacing at or whatever yeah. you know the way like i'll talk i'll be like then i'll know for next time if i'm going into a situation mm. that like no i don't need to be that yeah. like you're always learning about yourself barbaric, but like don't whatever. don't put yourself in a like a corner and beat yourself up and be like everyone prefers her to me because you're only getting in your own head and you're you're getting people like you're just making that say that and i one thing i would say as well is that like you know me and Lindsay didn't realize until we spoke about it is that like she might not realize you're feeling this way like Mm. just sit down with your friend and be like hey look i just want you to know i'm finding it really hard to make friends over here and i notice that you know because i understand it could also be a situation i just kind of came into my head there of like she's coming home being like i'm going out with this new friend rebecca tonight or See? how much fun was last night or like she's not even asking you along because she's going out with her pals she mm. might just be presuming that you have pals so i would just sit her down and be like hey look we moved here together i'm finding it harder to make friends mm. if you're going out with stacy from work can i come yeah and a threesome also be like, three girls going in night it might be easier for you to handle than like 15 people or you know? ask her for some tips be yeah. like look what is there anything like that you would like like how do you can you say anything that i yeah. could do that could help me a bit and she could give you a few tips because if like, she's a gal pal that you clearly moved away with she's obviously a good mm. friend of yours like she'll help you out and you know we only we don't see what we don't have and like I'm sure an extrovert just doesn't even notice that you're that because they love you for who you are. So they don't even notice that you can't be making friends. So if you yeah. say to her, like, if she's coming home from work and being like, I'm going out with Amanda and Stacey tonight. See you later. Bye. And you're going, oh, I'm on my own again. Mm. Just be like, hey, look, I'm funny right here. Do you mind if I come out with you guys? Because, mm. you know, if she's going out with two girls, that's a nicer kind of yeah. situation than you going out with like mm-hmm. a million people. And you know then you might make friends with them and you might make connect. and if you don't you might have just got out of your comfort zone a bit more and yeah and from, realize that you can do it and stuff. exactly and from experience when you move away girl like you ha- like it's all about comfort zones like i met like for example when i was in dublin i met my friend Devin. he was going out with a guy we know called dean and we just randomly went out on a night out and we mm. were like chatting away bopping around this back in here and i i knew i was moving to new york he's from new york and I was like, I'm going to New York, I'm moving. And he was like, no way. And we had a great night that night. I had no reason to co- connect with him in New York. And now he's literally one of my best friends mm. in the whole world. Because I was like, I'm here. I need friends. I'm not going to be hanging out with a lot of Irish people in New mm. York. I met up with Devin. He's also kind of like socially awkward. We both went out and we're like, Duh. And like, it was like, yeah. we just got, we just had a fun night. We went out and like, we're like inseparable. I visited him every year for the last four or five years. Like he's one of my best friends in the whole mm. world. So you're only fooling yourself by not making social connections because yeah. it only deprives you and of totally, stuff. You're not the only socially awkward person exactly. in the room, let Make alone in the, the world. Weirdo. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like look around, scope the room. You'll see someone else looking a bit like quivery maybe in the corner and be like smile at them 
and like across the room they'd be like well isn't the food like be your awkward self yeah totally and like you know you might make the best friend in the whole world from it you never but know. also as well like i mean some people like your extra friend or whatever or some other friends can have like five thousand friends at their hands and you're like i have two you know the way exactly like that doesn't matter some people are great at having like loads of friends i'm more like i would like i have a lot of acquaintances but like friends i would have like a a million friends i have like four yeah but I would have a lot of acquaintances and then someone I would really consider like a friend. You know, do you know what I mean? And I'm not, I don't really have acquaintances. I yeah. Feel. Sometimes I sit at home and I'm like, everyone hates me. I have no friends. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, but I, that's what I mean. I can yeah. understand where she comes from yeah. because a lot of the time the norm is people having huge groups of friends. And when yeah. you're quieter, and your friends are extroverts who have a million friends and they're like, I'm going out with this person tonight. I'm going out with that person. And you're like, I'm going to sit at home with my mom. Like, yeah. it can feel... I get that. You, yeah. can, you can just get in your own head. But like, just realize it doesn't matter. Like, you're- But then I've also, like, I've been out with people who are like, oh my God, yeah, I've the, I think I'm going out with this person to marry this person. And then I can go out with them and I can be like, you hate each other yeah a lot of the time people are going out with people that they fucking can't stand of course and it's like what the fuck is the point in comparing it who cares like but he can again from like different views and stuff he can see someone have like loads friends or that kind of shit but like Mm -hmm. a lot of the time it's just four fucking people sitting around the bar shouting low-key hating each other talking bollocks bitch and bitch that once one of them goes to the toilet you know what I mean yeah so okay we're gonna wrap it up i think that was all three questions yeah so um love you ho love you hoes oh my god i'm dying this is the second ep with the new new mics mics and we are but it's our first recording so we haven't heard the how what it sounds like i'm praying it sounds all right i'm sure it'll be grand but yeah let us know if you notice the difference yeah i wonder if they're like oh my god my ears have been open i mean when i did the the mic test and when we did it earlier it already sounded just like and that's why i keep like talking to mike being like hello i know i'm like i just saying very lana Ray. v lana Ray. and i feel and it's nicer for us to be able to be cozy on the couch yeah because usually we're in mine and we're like crouched over for station like (laughs) and it's v claustrophobic and now we can just be like basically not even in the same room yeah i know we could be doing it from like your house to my house i'll be in the kitchen you're in the sitting room yeah she is in the kitchen she is in the living room got me another cow we're gonna go have a secret bitch sauce yeah and another can aren't we baby yeah absolutely love you guys talk to you next time and again
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.